everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and today I am joined by Joanne of Oh Goody Designs. Joanne, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited yeah, so to be here. I am so excited, Joanne. I just was talking to her briefly before we hit record and um guys her instagram just right off the bat is oh goody designs you need to go check it out if you're about instagram aesthetics like i am just the aesthetic alone is worth following um i got tons of ideas already i was like man this is like it's just so beautiful and i we're gonna get all into it so right away let's talk about your business name oh goody designs where did you come up with that how did you come up with that well, I've always been somebody who has, their life has revolved around events or parties or making people happy. And um, I've been doing this for a very long time. Um, I started out originally just helping friends with parties and doing very small, you know, neighborhood events. And then also making candies and goodies um, for local coffee shops in San Antonio and around um, the area. And I never really had a name for myself. Um, and I never quite really knew what to call myself or my company. Um, I knew I was doing small parties and making seasonal candies and gifts. And I just was like, it'll come to me, whatever. And then as I was dropping things off at the coffee shop, they would always say, oh, goody, you're here. Or, oh, goody, the goodies are here. And I was like, yeah, great. Y'all have a good day and drop it off. And it never hit until until like you know a few times later I would drop off and they'd be like oh goody the the goodies are here oh goody girls here and so finally as I was driving away one day I was like duh like oh goody that's what I'm gonna call myself so I just stuck with it and I kept that name and it slowly evolved into now I am pretty much you know 99% all event planning and then I still do small treats on the side or whatever but um, now that I'm more event driven and design driven I just added the word design. So now we're oh goody designs and events. Um, and that's just stuck. And that's been my name for 15 years. That is awesome. That's and congratulations for being in business for that long. I mean, obviously, like you said, it's evolved over time. Um, but congratulations and being in business that long. A lot of people, you know, it's a hard thing to do. Um, right. So I also see, do you have an Etsy shop still? Are you still doing Etsy stuff or? I do. Um, so going back, you know, to the beginning when I was just doing treats and making, you know, props and favors, um, my, ma the majority of my business was more handmade goods, items, favors, party decor. Um, and I was very well known for that. And I had a very, very high traffic Etsy shop. I made party hats, plates, cups, you know, anything that was party related, I'd figure it out and make it happen. Um, I would send... Um, party favors and party goods personalized to celebrities in LA. I've been in People Magazine, Martha Stewart Living. It just a lot. Like I can't even name them all because it's been so, you know, spread out over so much time and so, you know, many years ago that I've just, it sounds silly, but it's like I've lost count and track of whatever. But um, definitely, you know, so selling off my Etsy shop was kind of where I got, you know, was found for those different things to send off to. Um, as a matter of fact, like I had uh, sold products, confetti wands, and that's where Anthropology found me. So my goods were also sold in Anthropology Free People in their stores here in, in the States and also around the world. So 
you know, keeping a high traffic Etsy shop is a full-time job in itself. And then when my um, business became more event driven and more design, I just had to let it go. I couldn't keep up with both. Um, so I still keep it open and I still keep like things that sell the most frequently in my shop. Um, and then people obviously can also, you know, request custom designs there as well. So it, it just, it's, it's too much time to keep a, you know, a, a high traffic running Etsy shop when I'm also, you know, fully driven on doing events, which takes up all my time. Yeah. And so let's talk about event planning because I've always been interested in that. I love myself a good event. I love myself a good night out. I love yeah. a good theme. I'm that person that growing up, every birthday party was like, you, this is a theme. Everybody better follow it or else. Yeah. Um, anybody who knows me is probably laughing because I'm not lying. I'm that person. I, what, how, how did you just start up an event like did you just build up contacts and you don't have to give away all your secrets but right. did you um like just build up contacts from your you know your original business and then kind of be like hey you know i can right. help them make this, this better or yeah well when i started you know 15 well let's not even say 15 years ago that's just when i opened my actual business and, and formed my name but forever, even as a young child, I was always the one in the family that was planning Thanksgiving or what are we going to do Christmas Eve? Like I always had the plan. And like you say, the theme, like it's to all full guns out, gas pedal to the middle, we're doing this theme. And that's just how I've been all my life. Um, and I'd help like my sister with her wedding or I'd help my friend, you know, it's just little simple things like that. And this is years ago, I'm old. So for me to be doing you know parties theme parties this was way before pinterest and way before social media so this is just coming straight from my brain different things i'm hand creating everything and then eventually as time moved on and i had my own children i was planning their parties and doing you know themed events for them and it just became something that was like oh wow i'm kind of good at this and it just comes easily it's not stressful for me like give me a theme and i'll make it happen and so just eventually over time, I mean, my youngest now is 15 years old. So, you know, at least 30 years, I can say I've been, you know, been doing this and, and, you know, planning events and doing things pretty much all my life. And um, now it's just my livelihood and I've made it my profession and I've just um, created the clientele. Um, originally I was in San Antonio and I had, you know, a clientele base there and then about, uh, 10 years ago, we moved eight to 10 years ago, we moved to Corpus and I knew nobody. I didn't have one person to contact. I didn't know who made what, did what, whatever. Um, so I just hit the ground running. Like I, you know, just did what I needed to do. I talked, asked questions and met with the different people and got my first gig about a year later. It took a while to kind of, you know, to build up that who was that and what and whatever. Um, Cause I came in with big guns blazing. I came from San Antonio and I just did what I needed to do it was no questions asked about, you need a big event, let's do it. And then coming here where I kind of had my hands tied with what I could get for rentals and venues and et cetera. I was like, Oh geez, like this is totally different night and day coming from a big city to what I consider a small town, you know, for event, uh, you know, speaking, so anyway, after my first event, I just, you know, I nailed it and it was a huge success. And then after that, the rest is history. Like I've never not had, you know, in eight years, another free weekend. So it's just basically 
um, creating that impact and just keeping, you know, the interest and keeping people's attention and keeping a client happy and continually continuous word of mouth is really basically how I've evolved. Yeah. And can we talk about event planning in times of COVID? Right. How, how has that, I mean, I imagine that's become a huge challenge of, you know. Yeah, it's been, so when last January, about a year ago, like everything was running full force. My, you know, my gears were just, you know, running like I was a well-oiled machine. Like I was booked the entire year. Nothing could stop me. Every, all these great parties were in the planning and the works. And then all of a sudden, just one day you have to like stop and just completely not, pay any attention to any of that plus worry about what's going to happen now like can I ever go back to this and so it was really like a punch in the gut it was scary um, I knew that I would figure out a way to survive because I'm a survivor I'm a single mom and I've had pretty much you know no help getting back up onto my feet and recovering after a you know a very emotional divorce and I have three kids so I had I had to figure out a way to stay busy. So it's, there's not an option for me to say like, well, I'll just take some time off. No, that's not an option. So I maybe took a day to feel sorry for myself and have a little pity party on my own on my couch. And then after that, I was like, fuck it. I got to figure this out. Like I can't not work. First of all, that's not my personality. And second of all, like you can't make me sit on a couch for more than 30 minutes. Like I'm going to get up. I was like a caged tiger. Like I could not even function. So I just started reaching out to my vendor friends because I was like, if I'm not working, they're not working. And if we're not working, what's going to happen in six months or eight months? Like there's not going to be anybody around. So I contacted um, Tosh and Posey Balloons and I said, we're going to go around and decorate doors. Like we're just going to have to just do something to where people can still have a way to celebrate and make joyous occasions still happen. But we don't have to see them, touch them, shake hands, nothing like, you know, so we put together a package to where my clients um, could contact me and then I would go through her to provide the balloon service. So I was you know, contacting my clients, let them know that we were gonna be offering this. After one door, the word got out and the whole, my phone just wouldn't stop ringing because it was a way that people could still have something nice for their loved ones for their birthday, graduation, anniversary, whatever, without having to come into contact with anybody. So I named it Front Door Decor and we were putting balloons up everywhere. We were driving to Dallas, San Antonio, wherever people were calling just from everywhere. And I was like getting to the point where it's like, I can't see another balloon. Like, this is crazy. Like we <laughs> were doing just so much business. And then another thing that I did just to stay busy is I teamed up with other vendors like bus and other restaurants and sweets companies to where I put together a party in a box where same thing. I don't have to see you. I don't have to touch you, but I'm going to deliver a party in a box that has everything you need for up to 10 people. That's when it was really, you know, still in lockdown and you couldn't be together with more than 10 people. So I created a party in a box of cups, napkins, plates, you know, beverages, foods, everything that you would need for a party up to 10 and just drop it off on the doorstep or whatever. And so that um, relationship, you know, with those vendors kept them going for a little while during the summer until we could, you know, open up a little bit more and get back all on our feet. And then now I'm doing a lot of virtual event boxes like 
larger corporations and companies that still need to have gatherings, luncheons, annual fundraisers, whatever, I'm now putting together event boxes to where it coordinates with what would have been going on with the event, but I'm hand delivering them and they get like a QR code or something, or they know how, you know, a schedule of an itinerary and they can follow along instead of going to the event, the events coming to them in a box. So whether that, you know, includes special, you know, publications that they need to include favors or gifts or glassware, you know, little treats and stuff that they can eat and then still be together online throughout the event if they wish, event boxes have just become a thing. Like, I don't see them going away at all. Like, it's just, would we ever get back, you know, to normal event times? I feel like we'll still be able to keep around some of these things that we re-envisioned and recreated just so that, um, you know, we keep people working and, and stay busy. But event, virtual event boxes are... A, a thing now and, and I see them sticking around for a while. So I awesome. mean, I just stay busy. I just re-envisioned, re I reimagined. I tried to think of any way possible to just keep my wheels turning and it's worked because I'm still here and I'm busy every day. And by looking busy online and being busy just gives my clients and gives people the, the good feeling that she'll she's going to be around and she's figuring it out uh, so. yeah definitely they want somebody they can depend on and always know that like right. you know, i think it's just like a peace of mind too like exactly. a piece of the past that um yeah so i i guess you, you have to kind of just adapt and it you is crazy covid especially yeah. it's been really difficult and now we're looking at a year later and i'm proud to say that i'm I feel like I've been just as busy this whole year than I am on a normal um, non-COVID year just because I've, I've hustled and I've made myself be busy. And my theory is that if you're not hustling right now during this pandemic and you're not trying to figure out how to survive and you're not trying to reimagine and re-envision things, then you're not going to have anything to hustle for when it's over. So if you haven't been hustling for this past year, forget it. You're, you're not going to evolve into what is going to be our new normal. I mean, that's yeah, just, I love that. It might Especially, be hard to hear, but it's true. I love that because for instance, I'm also a part of a local foodie blog and we're called dine through six one and we interview uh -huh. local like restaurants and stuff. And we had to, the month we were launching, we were planning for a launch and COVID hit. And then we launched during the summer and we've been successful and it's a podcast as well because of Zoom. And so, mm -hmm. for instance, I created this podcast and thankfully it's been very successful. And I was so excited because the other day I got like the mayor followed me on Instagram and she wrote me like a little, you know, like a little positive message or whatever. And it felt good to know, like, like I normally people think of podcasts and they think that we're sitting right in front of each other talking and this, because of things like Zoom, I'm able to safely talk to people. We're able to right. safely get the content out there. And guess what? It's just adapting in another way. And right. I'm I'm getting my creative juices fulfilled. You know, like I'm, exactly. I'm getting fulfilled. And like mm -hmm. you said, if um, some people, they're going to just feel down and sorry for themselves. And others, we are just like, okay, maybe, maybe, for, maybe for a day or two, we'll be like, boohoo me. And then right. it's like, guess what? I got to get I over it because it's going to, yeah. who knows how long this, it's going to be. 
this is our new normal. So just get um, used to it. And if you're not hustling now, you're not going to have anything to hustle for when it's time. So I totally get off the and make it happen. That's my theory anyway. I mean, that's yeah, and so I wanted to ask you about this thing on your Instagram that you post. And it looks like an inspiration board. And it looks like, for instance, I'm looking at this one and this person's having a baby shower. Um, right. You have like a palette colors, then you have like all these, it's kind of like a big Pinterest board all in one image. Right. Um, how did you create this? And what exactly is that? What do you, what is, right. what is that process? What is that? So for every client I create that, it's called our inspiration board, a mood board. It's just a digital board that I put together. I always, you know, obviously clients come to me, they either have a theme or what they want or whatever. And then for example, the baby shower, you know, she told me she wanted a garden party. She loved bunnies and she might send me one or two pictures that she's saved on Pinterest, whatever. I mean, then I just go and field my own pictures from Pinterest or the internet, whatever, creating that vision of that event for them. Cause I need to keep it cohesive. Cause I'll have brides send me pictures. Oh, I have all these pictures on Pinterest and they send them to me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. like, I can't even <laughs> make sense. It's so just all over the place. So my job is to bring it all together, make it cohesive, make it look like, do you want to go to that baby shower? Doesn't that look like fun? And it's going to have like, all the little details, you know, from the cake to the favors to this, because I'm using that for my inspiration to bring it all together and make it happen. So that inspiration board is made digitally. I have a graphic artist that works for me. She's in San Antonio. We've worked together for 15 years. So we read each other's mind like a book. And so I, I uh, collect the pictures. I send her the colors. I make up the names for the colors and the details for the party. She puts it together digitally. I don't know how she does it. People ask me all the time. I'm sure it's some kind of program, but I don't give out her secrets. And yeah. she turns them back to me and I give them to my client. And so the client receives that. So they kind of know the road we're on, where we're going, what I'm trying to put together in the background, what I'm doing. And then I also give that to all my vendors because as far as I'm concerned, there's no leeway when it comes to design. It's like, this is what we're doing. These are our colors and don't get off track. So that's why I use that board for the for my client as well as for the vendors. So they they know what to anticipate. They know what I'm going for. And every board is different because I'm not a cookie cutter party planner. Every party is its own unique special party. I do not do. In fact, if I start using a chair too many times or I'm like, oh, I just used that linen last week. Like I'm just forget it. I'm over it. I got to find something else because every party that I do is is custom. So that's every awesome. board is definitely it's you know stands on its own. And then I'm sure you fall into those like the um the current trend where yeah. everyone all of a sudden wants a western chic wedding. Yeah. Everyone exactly. wants that you know you're like oh god please like and I have to change this. With that idea. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. And, and that's true it happens it happens a lot because girls and brides get stuck on Pinterest and they start seeing things over and over again and I want that or they went to a wedding and Sally did this whatever and I'm just like that's cool tell me all about it but I'm gonna put my own spin on it because if I'm gonna put my name on this party and post these pictures it's not gonna look like Sally's wedding so I mean they yeah. can tell me all about it and what they want but I'm gonna turn it into you know an old goody party awesome. which is fine that's why they hire me so yeah, so before we go, really, we're wrapping up here. Where can people find you? Can they, how do they contact you? Um, if you want to share all those details now, it's a good time. Yeah, so 
totally they can find me on social media instagram just google my name facebook as well i try to instagram is more of like my daily update like what might be going on behind the scenes or you know party pictures i'll you know keep updated especially in my stories every day always and facebook is there my business page i mean you can go to it it has that's where i keep like a picture of every party in the photo albums and people can spin through there and see all the past parties i'll always add the pictures once i receive them from the photographer so that's a good way also has all my contact information um you know and then i also do contract work for the bin magazine i do a month every party i do is featured in the bin magazine so they can definitely find my information there and then quarterly I do um, an article for them for spaces design. Um, and so, you know, every quarter uh, I'm also in the magazine as well. But I mean, look me up online, social media, Google my name, it's all there. I mean, I've been around, I feel like forever. So it's mm. no secret, <laughs> um, you know, if, if they can't find my number, I'm sure, you know, my website is is, is down right now. I've, I've had a kind of a hard time trying to like keep it up and keep it updated it's hard we don't have a lot of time to do that kind of stuff behind the scenes so i kind of took it down so that i just thought for a while like i don't need it but um I, I still own the domain and the name and all of that so it's still there so it's just something that it's just another project to add to our list of projects so right now it's just you know if you just google my name in any search engine it'll come something will come up yeah, and for sure, we will definitely link your Instagram and Facebook in the show notes. That way, everyone, all you sure. have to do is click on it from your phone, and you'll awesome. be taken directly to her pages. Um, thank you so much again for joining me today. It was such a pleasure getting to know you and thank about you. your business. Uh, very insightful, too. So uh, thank you so much. And guys, again, make sure you follow Oh Goody Designs. We will have everything posted in the show notes for you. Thank you for listening. And until next time, make sure you head out and visit somewhere cool in Corpus. Have a good yes, day, guys. Corpus is super cool. Y'all have fun. Yes.